0: Of the universe, lovers of all things, knowledge. <laughs> it is Michael with the Loftus Party on the other end of the Universal Translator Internet System. We got the Liberty Gypsy moving from town to town. We're locked and loaded for today's cast. We are locked and loaded. What? How you? First of all, let's check in. How are you doing?
1: Uh, allergy season here.
0: Ooh. That sucks. So and if, idea- if I
1: sound a little stuffy, that's why.
0: <laughs> All right, I uh, I've had the I've had the, the little bit of the runny nose, and then you always have that thing where uh, your nose starts running, you start sniffling a little bit, and then you're like, you go, like, uh oh, I got the Wuhan. Uh oh, I got the Rona. I got the Rona. And no, it's just like ragweed yeah. or whatever. So yeah, let's no, jump this, in.
1: This this isn't Rona. No fever. This- yeah. Feels like somebody poured cement into my sinuses. How's
0: that? <laughs> yeah, I've got I got one of those uh, I got one of those uh, temperature guns, the ones that you just point mm-hmm. at your, your own head, and it it takes your temperature. <laughs> I love that thing. I love that thing. I like I play uh, I play Prices Right with it. I try to guess my temperature before I click the trigger, uh, and I always go over. I oh, and I'm not learning my lesson. I never. I should just go. Uh, I think my temperature is like 94.1. I'd always go to the showcase showdown, but I, I always go over. And it's whatever. It's a it's a silly thing. But if you have, if you are taking your temperature with one of those, have a little fun. Try to guess what it is. Okay. Let's go. There's so much to cover. Uh, there's so much to talk about. Here's I watched, I watched the Comey rule on Showtime, as I promised you guys I would. It delivered, but we're going to talk about that later. Some other stuff we're going to talk about later. I'm just going to do a little tease. I watched. I was going to say I watched the Comey hearing. Oh, uh, it's the whole, the whole Comey rule, the Jim Comey thing. Um, uh, homie, uh, homie, homie smoke. I was trying to say holy smoke. I said homie smoke. <laughs> I want to talk to you. That should be a real thing. Homie smoke. Uh, we're going to talk about the the, the Fox Nation stand up special. We're talking about the shows in Cincinnati coming up, and Nashville coming up, and uh, Star Wars stuff, and 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 the vice presidential debate coming up on Wednesday night. But the big one, the one we got to jump into first, is the president of these here United States, one Donald J. Trump, coming down with the Wuhan, that China. He's got the China virus. hmm And uh there's uh I I'm 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 it's weird. I'm not worried about it. I really, it's it's strange. Like I go onto Twitter, I go onto Facebook and, and social media, and you know, everybody's gonna have their own reaction, and people are very upset and they're concerned about. But I I, I don't know. I, I just think. I don't want to say it's a foregone conclusion. I don't want to jinx anything, but I think this dude's gonna be fine. I think he's gonna be oh. fine. My only beef I... is I wish he I wish he was on uh, hydroxychloroquine. When those doctors when those doctors come out of the hospital and they come down the stairs like the beginning of the Avengers, like it's Avengers right. assemble. I want them to come down and just start doing a little dance, just going hydroxychloroquine, hydroxychloroquine. <laughs>
1: That's I'm actually I'm like. irritated that he's on remdesivir. Me too. Me too. I'm like I, that we- doesn't do anything. It just shortens a stay.
0: Yeah. Well, Ugh. they were talking. They just had uh, a press conference moments ago, and yep. uh, the one doctor was saying they're looking to let him go soon. They're looking to. Uh, that's at least I thought I heard that you maybe yeah, you no, they
1: said up. if he they said if he is conditioned continues to improve through the course of tomorrow, they will bring him back to the White House and continue his course of treatment there. Yeah. Um, basically what I think this is actually pretty good news for is that antibody cocktail.
0: Now, you you are, with your nursing background and everything, I'm sure you know a lot more about this, and I was only kind of halfway uh, listening to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. What, what are the, what are they? It's nothing out of the ordinary that they're doing. The only thing like, I'll say it again. I wish he was on hydroxychloroquine just, just for the, in your face aspect of it, just for the, course, in your course. face. Are they doing anything weird? Is this treatment pretty standard?
1: Um, well, from everything I've heard to this point. Yeah. Other than, I mean, he pushed for the use of the, um, convalescent antibody theories, excuse me, <clears throat> therapies. So he took that, I think while he was still at the white house mm. from a particular company that begins with an R that I can't remember. Um, yeah. and then when he got to the hospital, I guess yesterday they started the course of remdesivir and they've also given him dexmethasone, which is a steroid
0: uh-huh. and
1: steroids help with any, um, any help minimize any damage to the lungs or help with shortness of breath and, and that steroids. Sort of thing, so.
0: Steroids help with everything. That's why I take them. Except that's except why I'm attitude. injecting myself. I'm getting ripped. <laughs> uh,
1: steroids can also make you really fat because you will eat anything that's not nailed down.
0: Oh my goodness! And they
1: make you cranky.
0: And, I, and they as make your
1: fibroid uh, rage.
0: And they make your wiener and your balls small. That's that's the problem too. There, do I don't the, think hey,
1: that's these kinds of steroids. But uh, oh
0: it, well, my joke was I'm injecting myself with steroids on a regular basis just because I love steroids, uh, which I would never do. Which I would never do. Uh, I'm, yeah. waiting till t- I'm waiting until they. I'm waiting until they perfect the steroids. I think they're a few years away.
1: But can I just clarify something else with my healthcare background?
0: Please do by all means.
1: These media freaks wanting to know about supplemental. Two liters of oxygen. Guys, nobody cares. Nobody who knows anything about medicine cares. You are making something huge out of nothing. His oxygen level went a little bit below 94. You don't normally put oxygen on somebody until they're below 92. You all go below 94 when you're asleep.
0: Well, that's that's what was... I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Um... But that's what was bugging but me about, like, the, the first, yeah, if you're like William Shatner and have a CPAP right. machine, and you need to have it cleaned nightly, boy, I don't ever want a CPAP machine. That sounds so gross. Okay, we're not going to talk about CPAP machines, but I might do William Shatner for a little bit. Uh, it, it seems to me, and I am you guys, I don't know if you're going to believe this, I'm not a doctor. I have zero medical background. Uh, the Gimlet over there. She's the she's the nurse. She's the she's the physician in the house. It seems to me here's what I, here's what you see happening in all the uh, medical dramas. Somebody goes into the the hospital and they immediately. I, I swear to God, you could have a skinned knee and they're going to start giving you saline like right out of the gate. Here's some saline, yep. and it seems like he gets there and they go, "Oh crap, COVID!" and they I, don't you think they like gave him? I'm serious. It's like some saline. And some like there's there's a protocol to go right out of the gate, and here's some here's some oxygen. Just we're just gonna do this because it's standard procedure. And then and then you look at levels and you take that's what I think happened.
1: He actually got and this is not unusual before he left the White House, he spiked a temperature of 103 and got a little short on oxygen. That's not weird. Okay. The yeah. fever is now gone. And that's why I'm really excited about these antibodies things.
0: Cause Do tell.
1: If if, if if Well, if you figure he was diagnosed on late, late Wednesday night. Like, is that right? I think it was or Thursday, Thursday night.
0: Yeah.
1: Thursday night. Sorry. I just know it came out at like 1234 in the morning because I saw it the next morning. Um, so... And he didn't have a fever, and then he had a fever on Friday, and once they got that fever under control, it's been under control ever since. Yeah. So they basically say, once you're 24 hours fever-free without medication, and they're not saying he's taking Tylenol or anything like that, um, that you're basically over it. So maybe that antibody treatment just knocked his viral load down to a point that he's just really feeling better.
0: That would be uh, that would be ideal. That would be uh, oh fantastic. Yes. And,
1: and media, media, stupid media, who's been writing about this for months and still gets everything wrong. <laughs> yeah. I think on purpose, but that's just me.
0: Oh, um, I think I think you have good company right over here.
1: Um, everybody, everybody who has COVID has the ground glass opacities in their lungs when they get a lung scan because it's basically diagnostic for the virus.
0: Scandouge. What was on
1: his lung scan? What was on his lung scan? Same thing that's on everybody else's lung scan who has freaking COVID, you morons.
0: My, my favorite part. There's there's another moment like that, like the the stating the obvious, you know, when the media tries to make a big deal out of something that on the on the first the first time that the uh, the doctors came out, Avengers assemble. The first time they came out and addressed the media, somebody, somebody from the press was like, so why is he in the hospital? Why do why has he been admitted to Walter Reed? <laughs> And then the doctor like just kind happened. of smiles. it goes, because uh, he's the president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I that's... love
1: the doctor. I love oh, yeah. him.
0: He's yeah, got such
1: was... a shit-eating grin. I think it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, that was that was my favorite moment. Because uh, he's the president of the United States. <laughs> State. and the oh, thing... my
1: God, I was laughing so hard. But what was Mark Meadows thinking?
0: What did Mark Meadows do? This is good. This is good for our listeners, because right now I'm a listener. But what did Mark Meadows, did he speak to someone like legit off the record?
1: goes Goes to the poll reporter who's from, I forget which outlet they're from, and I don't really care. But when the president's doctors make a statement, you don't go off the record with the poll reporter. There is no off the record for any Trump administration official.
0: There yeah, the, hey, there's off the record is dead. Off the record is dead. Anybody yeah. who tries to, what did Mark Meadows do? Did he like undermine he, he, uh,
1: Well, he gave a he gave so the doctor went out and gave everything in kind of day status, right? Yeah. Like Thursday, Friday, Saturday.
0: Mark that would be day over to the
1: to the pool reporter and says the went a little wonky in the last 24 hours, which they had. He spiked the temperature and took like an hour's worth of supplemental oxygen, which is a nothing burger. Um, it just drives me nuts, these people. Um, and he said the next 48 hours will be, you know, will be instructive as to how this is going to go, which is basically what the doctor said, because the doctor said COVID happens in two phases. You have the flu, like COVID, and then, in some people, yeah. for reasons we still don't understand, they get a really wacky immune system response, and their bodies go haywire. Okay, yeah, that's what puts people. That's what that's what actually kills people, not the flu, COVID. So, that being said, that'll start to evidence itself between day seven and ten. So. Yeah, they're doing his blood work. You can see indications of it in blood work. So over the next 48 hours, we're going to have some idea whether or not he's going to have that inflammatory response. Except Mark wasn't specific and made it sound like, he, oh, it's really touch and go for the next 48 hours, which they all breathlessly report. And so the president has to put on a jacket (laughs) and go on video and do like a proof of life video on Twitter.
0: Yeah. uh, I'm sure
1: he is not happy with Mark. Like I like Mark Meadows. He normally does a really good job, but what in the hell was he thinking?
0: You know what? I'm going to give him, for real, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to go, his phone was probably blowing up all night long. Maybe he didn't get a bunch of uh, sleep, uh, and he just had a momentary lapse of reason. However for all the uh for all the big wigs in the GOP that are just addicted to this show and listen to us constantly do yourself another favor here's the two rules these are loftus party rules this is and we're, we're we're adding one today the original rule and we are on the record i think it was like in the probably the very first episode of this show never answer a hypothetical question that is the first rule of the loftus party
1: i, I think I think we said if people do that, like at a debate or anything else, we're going to kill a kitten. It needs to stop. Right.
0: right. We, for every time a member of the GOP answers a hypothetical question, we kill a hypothetical kitten. That is what exactly. we do. Exactly. The second rule, <laughs> the second rule of uh, the Loftus party is uh, off the record is dead. Never say anything to a reporter off the record off the record doesn't exist. We should actually oh um, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: The Trumps can't even talk to people they think are their friends cuz they record them on the phone and leak them to CNN.
0: Let's dip in to that. I had it on my list. I I'm was sorry. holding it off. No, no, no. I was holding it off to the B block, but this is the this is a perfect transition. We'll we'll knock we'll knock uh Pence and Harris uh down to the B block. <laughs> they're, they're, they're used to it. I was because that was the big uh th- this is all like October surprise stuff. October surprise, which we're gonna be talking about October surprises as well. There's so much show, you guys. Holy crap! How COVID are we giving COVID
1: how are we giving this show away? Say what? I thought COVID for the president was a pretty good October surprise.
0: It's uh <laughs> I think. I think COVID for the president is advantage president. I know the media is doing everything they can to spin it to, uh, you know, he had it coming. He did it. uh, He's a horrible human. Look at him. He hates masks. He was mocking Joe Biden for wearing a mask, whatever. They were planning. And it's like, it's so uh, coordinated. And and you guys, uh, Franklin, Franklin Roosevelt. Said something, something like this. I'm paraphrasing, uh, but everything in politics—if it happens in politics, it, it it was it was planned that way. There are no accidents in politics. It, it was all planned that way. That's FDR saying that back in the back in the 30s. So they had this one-two punch. They had uh, Trump taxes that came out right before uh, the debate, which is like to me scandalous in itself. Once again, so, we were talking about leaks just a moment ago. Someone. From the IRS said, hey, let's weaponize this. Let's let this out. Let's leak that out. I want, I want to track down. I want to find out whoever that was. You can't be doing that stuff. You can't be doing that stuff. And I'm in no way an expert on real estate taxes. But that whole $750 is just not true.
1: Well, it was that, also, it was, the media never called Biden out for this. But during the debate. Biden. So the taxes ended in 2017. That was the last tax record that they supposedly reviewed. And mind you, none of them were published. So people are just taking the New York Times word for it. And I'm just I'm not going to do that. Right.
0: Well, right. Well, there was somebody. Go ahead.
1: Oh, sorry. Biden actually said, well, you gave billionaires and millionaires like yourself a tax cut. That's why you only paid $750. It's like you moron. That was the Obama-Biden taxes. Trump's tax cuts didn't go into effect until 2018, you idiot.
0: And I may be be getting this wrong. So I'll I'll apologize right up front. Someone on Twitter, who is more of an expert than I, uh, was saying that you Trump paid millions of dollars uh, in taxes against what he was going to owe, if that makes makes any sense. And then you have liabilities, and you get credits for this and credits for that, and blah, blah, blah. But Trump would give the IRS millions and millions of dollars, and then after all the finagling, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, that was their big surprise
2: right before the debate.
0: Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to go to your story, girlfriend. So that was one October surprise. That was one of the, oh, two days, two days before the debate, uh, we're going to do this. Then they had the one-two punch planned. They had, okay, so we went after Trump for the taxes. Then you got the debate. And then like two days later, they had the Melania tapes, the Melania tapes. So just they're systematically, and it's just going to be never ending, and and Trump getting the Rona. Uh, I I think has thrown them off their timetable. So now they're going to have to rejigger uh, the rest of their October surprises. But I listened to the, the Melania tapes and I was, it's, it's weird. Uh, Maybe it's not weird. They broke my heart. Yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) She She sounded so distraught. Like I'm doing everything they're telling me to do. They give me no credit. And, Like, there's, I can't do anything right.
0: Exactly. And she, and then there was one little blurb where she's like, uh, I don't want to go on Fox. But that was, that was her saying, you know, we called these media outlets. We wanted them to do a story. We wanted them to do a story, but they won't do the story because they all hate her. They all hate her. And she's still in that because, listen, they're all still new to politics. Trump is, is mm-hmm. very new to politics. Melania, holy crap. that Didn't Trump, even
1: want to be in politics.
0: <laughs> dig it. And she's still in that. And if you listen to these tapes, uh, she's still in that, oh, I want him to like me. I want him to like me. And it's, it's just, it's sad. And uh, I think she's incredibly lonely. And what has happened in my life? And then here she is reaching out to a friend a friend to unload some of her worries and just like, Hey be and to have that bitch stab her in the back like that. Holy crap. I just
1: just slap her for Melania. Yes. I mean, what, what, first of all, what a freaking betrayal. Okay. Yeah. As a woman listening to those tapes, like if you have ever been doing something in support of your children or your husband or you know, been in that support role as a, a wife or a parent and just nothing goes right. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what, you know exactly what that feels like. Oh God! And how dare you leak those tapes, you awful human being. Who are you? Yeah. What a way to get yourself some visibility and just make like huge portions of females just hate you. Like who, who's ever going to be friends with this woman again?
0: (laughs) Uh, Seriously. It makes like real housewives of orange County look like child's play. Just Mm -hmm. look, it makes it look like nothing. Like I'm going to pretend to be your friend. And then not only am I going to stab you in the back, I'm going to record the conversations so that it's in your voice. I'm going to work with CNN. So it hurts the most. And I'm going to twist the dagger Oh, just the worst.
1: Anderson Cooper, you moron. Well, how about that for a war on Christmas? What? That's what you took from that?
0: Yes. You're a moron. Because of her poor choice of words.
1: Griffith on New Year's Eve, because no, that's not what that was.
0: Right? It was. And then this is the kind of thing, though. This is the kind of thing, though. Uh the, the people on the left will go listen to these two Trump bots. Listen, when you when you have audio evidence of Melania Trump hating Christmas, these Trump bots will still stand up for her. What's going on? says Why
1: Christmas.
0: Right? She She's like, frustrated. I just feel like
1: decorating the White House is just something so stupid to be doing right now with everything else going on.
0: Right? I'm trying to and reunite y- a kid y- with y- his woman. mother. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a little break. Every woman has felt
1: that way about Christmas. Every single one.
0: <laughs> That's sad. Don't that made dinner, me sad. Care. I don't want I don't want to go to commercial on You Hating Christmas. <laughs> but I think we're going to have to. We're going to go to a it's break. Not that I hate Christmas, but every You just, you just said you did Giblet. You just said you can't take okay, that Andrew, back. She's Why she's do her. you?
1: <laughs>
2: Why
0: do you hate Santa Claus? We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with some Pence Harris updates. Ooh,
3: wow. Okay, odds are you're one of the people in America who's better off today than three years ago. And now you've got some smug Democrat calling you racist and trying to jam one hand in your ass and another in your pocket. So at a time when taxes are down, jobs are up, and the economy is way up, it'd be nice if there were a candidate who had more to offer than making you pay for other people's shit. Well, the eagle has landed. Say hello to President Donald J. Trump. He ain't just making America great again. Trump's doing things no president has ever done before. He's keeping promises, packing courts, defending the border, rebuilding our military, and making Chuck Schumer cry like a schoolgirl with 2 skin knees. This president is six foot three inches of let's put America first. And oh yeah, immigration, jobs, drug prices, nobody's got better numbers. The game has changed and the Democrats are officially fucking crazy. So keep America great. Stand with Trump in 2020.
0: Fantastic opening to the show. I just got to pat us both on the back for a fantastic A block. We're rolling into B. During the commercial we were chatting that uh, you were saying, it's like, how is it crazy? You know, we just we just came off the first presidential debate and we're already talking about this other stuff, yada, yada, yada. We kind of did uh, some debate stuff. Here's one thing that really stood out to me. and We'll, we'll, we'll keep it on debates here for a little bit. We'll go... We'll go Trump-Biden and then we'll go, uh, you know, Pence-Harris to talk about that because it's all conjecture with Pence-Harris. There was one moment during the debate and I did a – I got I to gotta say this about myself – a rollicking good time of a video that, was, that I, I, I titled Crazy Debate Moment. This is the one – this is the moment that really stood out to me. And, and I just thought it was hilarious and and very telling. They go. Uh, Chris Wallace goes to Biden and he, he goes, uh, he goes, there's been a lot of talk on the left about uh, if you if you got if the Democrats gain power, you'll end the filibuster and you'll pack the Supreme Court, meaning you'll add seats to the Supreme Court and pack it with judges of, of your choosing uh, and thus giving you the advantage. Uh, Mr. Vice President, are you ready to stand here today uh, on this debate stage and tell us if you plan on ending the filibuster and packing the Supreme Court? And Joe Biden goes, I'm not going to answer that question. I am serious. And, and, and everybody and, and Chris Wallace and Trump are like, what? Why? <laughs> and he goes, because well, then that'll become an issue. Listen, exactly. then lo- and then he looks at the camera and he starts going, you guys, we need to vote. That's the issue. You need to vote. And Trump is the one who was like, wait, whoa, hold on. Whoa. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And Biden's like, I'm not going to answer the question because then that that'll become an issue. You guys, you need to vote. And you guys have to watch my video. It's hilariously funny because I'm like, I want that power in real life because then Chris Wallace went I... to break. He never pressed him on it. He goes, "Well, I guess that's the end of that segment." And I'm in my I'm in my apartment just trying not to crap myself Man, almost exploded. like exploded. You're not allowed to do that. I'm not going uh, to do Gimlet, that. And all Gimlet, Gimlet. Could... I'm not going to answer that question because then that'll become an issue. You guys, we need to vote. Don't you wish you had that power in your real life when somebody's like, "Hey, hey, why are you late for why are you late for work? Why are you so late for work?" And then you look at your boss and you go, "I'm not going to answer that question." Because then it'll become an issue. And then you tell your boss, you need to vote, guy. You really, like, you can't do that like, in real life.
1: All I could flash on was Nancy Pelosi. We need to vote for the bill to find out what's in it.
0: it like, it's a big deal. And that Chris Wallace just deal. let that go. Well, I guess that's the end of the segment. I guess, I guess that's the end of that one. Moving on. Like, n- no. No, no, no. That is a huge deal. No. I thought that was the, the biggest that, moment though. of the debate. Say what?
1: Because he did that, though. Because he did that, though. And the next two times he appeared, reporters are like, you kind of got to answer that question and he still won't answer it.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to answer like, that that's question.
1: That's not a good look.
0: It's a horrible look. And in my, in my esteem, I think the only reason you don't answer that question is if that's what you plan to do.
1: No, no, I have a different perspective.
0: But he the, reason you the, don't ans-
1: the reason you don't answer that question if you're Joe Biden Yo. is if you say, no, I'm not going to do that, you lose the far left, and you yeah. make a bunch of senators look like jackasses. <laughs> and if you say, yes, I'm going to do it, you lose like the middle half of the country that's like, why are you burning down our institutions? Yes. You know, so I don't think he can answer it. And I think the Democrats have put him in a very bad position by even talking about it.
0: Well, I don't uh, I don't like the non answer answer. I don't like the refusal to answer answer the question. Oh, that'll become an issue. If I answer the question, it'll become an issue. Well, dude, it is an issue. Why the (laughs) the fuck do you think you're on this stage? (laughs) Why do you Um, think you're here? (laughs) There was another great
1: moment, though.
0: Go, please.
1: Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez hardest hit. when The Green New Deal isn't my plan.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Because it's on your website.
0: Well, he says, he says, and that's another thing that uh, people shouldn't forget. This dude's a politician. He's been a professional politician for 47 years, and that's very crafty. On his website, he's like the Green New Deal is the framework for my plan. Oh, that's the framework. That's some loosey goosey non-answer answer. That's the framework. Oh, oh, okay.
1: It, if you actually read the plan, which I have, it's the Green New Deal.
0: <laughs> so, aye, aye, aye. Like we're gonna yeah. build a we're gonna build a freeway to Hawaii. We're gonna uh, knock down all the old buildings and no more planes and stuff.
1: It has us net zero emissions by 2035, which is what the Green New Deal did. It has us weather, weather stripping millions of buildings, building millions of new buildings that are green. It has us overtaking the agricultural industry at a governmental level, basically overtaking manufacturing. Um, it, it, it would just it would kill business.
0: Oh we would goodness. lose
1: so many freaking jobs. And how Pennsylvania, Ohio, Kentucky, West Virginia, Texas, Colorado, Wyoming, how you can listen to him say that we're phasing out natural gas-fired plants. Well, he said oil, but we don't really do that anymore. Most of them are natural gas. Um, And coal-fired plants. How how do you vote for him? How do you vote for him? Do you want to crash the economy of your state? Because I think that would pretty much suck. And and you people who live in cold weather, okay, you're much more likely to die of being too cold than you are too hot. So I can turn off my AC in the summer and it'll suck, don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to die of the cold in the winter. Um, literally, your energy bills will go up phenomenally. Look at California.
0: California, in a a wonderful comedic environmental one two punch with their with their with their wind and their solar and they didn't oh, listen they didn't see the demand coming gimlet they didn't see it coming in august they're like hmm does anything happen in the summertime in california where is this spike in demand coming from it's almost as if the temperature rose and people put on their air conditioners rolling blackouts so they got rolling Fair. blackouts because they were taken unaware. They didn't see this coming. How could they see heat coming? How could they? Well, the place is on fire, no less. So you
1: can't leave your house because the air quality sucks.
0: <laughs> so in a, the comerf, the perfect one-two punch, then they announced a couple days ago, hey, we're going to all electric cars yep. in 2035. Oh, yeah, because we can count on the energy grid. We can count on that. You don't have to worry about (laughs) charging your vehicle here. It's not like we just had rolling blackouts because of the surprise freak heat wave in summer. Holy crap. These are your elected officials, ladies and gentlemen. These are the people that you've uh, entrusted to running your states, and they are screwing the pooch. And there is no one who's more of a political animal, who never gets anything done, who wastes, wastes, wastes your tax dollars like Joe Biden. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: it's uh, I, I really I've said it before and I've said I cannot believe it's even close. I cannot believe it's even close if. And we'll we'll play the magic hip. Of course, I'm in the first segment. We're like, don't answer hypothetical questions. And then I'm going to do some hypothetical <laughs> BS right now. I'm killing yeah. a
1: hypothetical kitten. Meow, <laughs> <clears throat> meow.
0: If the left didn't have the media in their pocket, this it wouldn't even be close. Oh, yeah. you can't even, it wouldn't you, even
1: be close. The best line from the debate, I've done more in 47 months than you've done in 47 years. I'm like, yes!
0: Yeah, it was a it was that was a good one. That was a good one. Mm -hmm. But I think that I mean we were all sitting on that one. That's a line that everybody had, you know, just ready to go. And it was a it was a fantastic line. I wish, you know, in the debate, I wish Trump would have laid back a little bit more. But what are you going to do? It it kind of was a a two on one uh, scenario. But but if you just, uh, I'm not going to get into it. I just
1: wanted him to say you want to turn the entire country into California which is on fire can't keep the lights on and has no middle class
0: that's a good way to go that's a good way to go you want to turn <laughs> the whole country into california that's that's a that's a good that's a good like bumper sticker uh you know sizable bit so let's 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 get into some uh some pence harris uh so I don't know excited. enough to say what
1: I'm so not excited to watch the
0: I kind of am in a Really? Yes. Yes, because in a way it's kind of the flip. Like as Trump is new to politics and new to debates, he's only done a handful of debates ever. Right. So Pence has been around the block. Pence knows sure. what's up. He's a freaking politician. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so he I think he probably has more experience in this uh than harris and he's already seen he's already watched uh tulsi gabbard just eviscerate that woman. oh so he's already got that in his hip pocket he's got that here's the cool thing about pence was he in the military was he a military dude i believe i, I know get that vibe are, I get,
1: but i think i think he was
0: i get that vibe off of him yeah. He's going to be more of a surgeon. He's going to be more <laughs> of a surgeon. I don't. I don't see her getting under his skin. And we said it on this show a couple of weeks ago. We we said it's going to be a race to see who can get under whose skin the first in the presidential one. And Biden mm-hmm. was the first guy to interrupt. And Biden was the first guy to go. You're a clown. Don't forget that, you guys. I mean, I know, I know it sounds petty and childish, but like also
1: called him a racist.
0: Right. I just but find Biden, that horrific. Biden started it. So. I don't think Harris is going to get under Pence's skin. I think he's going to be cool as a cucumber, and I think he's going to be more methodical, and he's going to be a surgeon. And and I really think, I thought, as much as I thought Trump was going to just completely just mop the floor with Biden, and he will in the second one, and he will, because he's, you can't say he's a slow learner. He's going to learn fast. I I think Pence is going to just mop the floor... He's going to do very, very well against uh, against Kamala Harris. He,
1: well, you know why I think it's going to be that way? Huh? Why? In addition to what you said, I, Pence is first of all, Mike Pence is a very nice man. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's literally a very kind that I, I lived in and around India and worked in Indiana when he was governor. And of course you, loved you
0: did. Him. Of course you did. Shut love- up. <laughs> you always. Uh, when I Shut was living up. in California, when I was living in New York, when I was living in Chicago, when and I was living somebody, in New
1: Everybody loved Pence and Mitch Daniels. Like, they were very popular governors. Yeah. So, anyway, I think he's a very nice man. And I think this is going to bring out every annoying, horrible personality trait in Kamala Harris from her shrewy bitch bitchiness to Mm -hmm. her horse laugh (laughs) i mean just like every every (laughs) i hate that um every like horrible thing she does is either is either going to be on full display because she can't get to him because you really can't i mean he's like teflon um and there's nothing there there's nothing there what i mean mike pence is about as milk Toast a conservative as you can possibly – I mean, he's like Mitt Romney on steroids. What are you really going to do?
0: I'm going to say, you don't like
1: gay people.
0: Not true. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she'll try to go there. It will be a battle of the furrowed brow. Mike Pence has that go-to thing where he, he kind of gets his eyebrows going and working together. Yeah. He kind of knits them together, and so does Kamala Ding Dong. She does that. So it's going uh, to be an eyebrow workout for both of them. And uh, I see a lot of her laughing and shaking her head and just going, that's not right, Mike. That's not right. Now, you know that's not right. You know that's not right. So we will see. I am excited I think, about that one. What do you I think?
1: think? Well, because they've been asking Harris now, uh, are, do you support this Supreme Court packing and, you know, da-da-da-da-da in her in her own presser so this is the regular press pool now going guys at some point you got to answer this question right yes i think that pence will be much more surgical about her not answering that question than trump was and make it look as bad as it is
0: i I, that's what i think will happen as well we're Mm -hmm. we're in total agreement it's a uh It's it's a wonderful I think Pence will have learned from what happened with Trump. And I don't even know who the moderator is. And it's that wonderful side effect. It'll be. And I think I think Pence, along with a lot of Republicans, have learned from Trump that you can hit back harder. You can hit back Mm -hmm. harder. Like when when Romney folded like a frickin deck chair uh, on the Titanic during his uh, second debate with uh, Obama. Which I want to go on record of saying this. I want to say I want to go on record of saying this. Uh, Obama's tweet about uh, Trump having COVID and going to the hospital and getting treatment—that was super classy. That was super classy. He did two mm-hmm. tweets that were like, "That's how it's supposed to be, you guys. That's how it's supposed to be." And uh, I just want to give credit where 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 credit is due. Um, boy, as it just just went off the rails there, I'm very much looking forward to the uh, Pence debate. He's going to be I, unless there's some wacky, wacky, wacky uh, October surprise. I just I don't see what she can go after him for. And it'll be it'll be uh, awesome. I
1: mean, and like I have no way. I just, I just don't even know. I mean, he's just so anodyne and like, I don't
0: know. Anodyne. What's anodyne?
1: Like just, he's. I'm just gonna very, look that up. Very um, milk toast. Like, like there's just nothing shocking. Like you could go back to kindergarten with Mike Pence, and you're not gonna find anything. You uh, might not like his religious views, but there, there's no. I mean, he's been through so many campaigns at this point. He's been governor, he's been in in Congress, now he's been vice president. Like, There's just nothing to dig up on him.
0: (laughs) Yes. And anodyne, for our listeners, is going to be our word of the day. Anodyne, you spell that A-N-O-D-Y-N-E. Anodyne. It's an adjective, and it means not likely to provoke dissent or offense. Inoffensive, often deliberately so anodyne yes i'll use (laughs) it in a sentence
1: that's exactly what i meant
0: (laughs) vice president mike pence is very anodyne i like that i learned something i learned something today as we always we always try to learn a little something 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 okay we're gonna take a little break then when we come back you guys we're gonna have so much fun with this whole comey rule on showtime i watched fantastic we got to talk about the Cincinnati shows, the stand-up special down in uh, in uh, Nashville coming up at the end of October, and we need to reestablish some more Loftus Party rules in terms of who's invited to the Loftus Party barbecue and who is not, Uh-oh. and and why, and and what we're doing here, and why it's it'll be a good one. Might get a little heated. Come right back after these spots, hopefully from a boner. Sing and get charged. God bless the Bee Gees. I will say that. Okay. You guys, we're talking now, we're, we're in our C block, which is traditionally our uh, our arts and entertainment block. And yes, we will be talking about the Comey rule on Showtime. You owe it to yourself to watch this. I'm going to go back and watch part one again. It brings me a lot of joy. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit. I want to say this, and this is just a little reminder about what we're trying to do and the powers that be, the forces that are actively uh, working against us. Here's what we've always tried to do with the loftiestparty.com and the Loftus party podcast, and the YouTube channel, and the Facebook page, and all that other kind of stuff. Yes it's politics yes it's pop culture it's everything in between it's video games it's it's food it's it's uh sexy stuff it's surfing it's all that other stuff it is very easy for and i'm I'm trying to frame this in the right way it's very and and you're watching this you're watching this unfold before your very eyes and you're probably hyper aware of it right now it's very easy to discount and discard a, a movement or, or anything if you can hate it. If you hate it and you think it's inherently evil, it's very easy for you to discard it. Like, And that's that's been the whole thing. They've called every president who's been a Republican since, as far as I can remember, Ronald Reagan. We could probably go back farther has been pure evil, they've been Nazis, they've been racist, they've been horrible. And so what the uh, many members, I won't say all, but many members of the media do is like, well, you can't vote for those guys because they're racist or they're, uh, they're Nazis, they're horrible people, so you can just discount them. It's reached such a level now with with the the trump administration and all this stuff that literally you have people you had that guy shot in the in the streets of portland and Mm -hmm. you're not killing a you're not you're not killing a person you're killing a trump supporter and that guy was lying in wait he was ready to go and he said i'm yeah i'm antifa 110 percent." so they're marching down uh they're toppling statues they're burning things and it's all they don't feel bad about it because the person who owns that business that they just looted, they have insurance, or they were probably a Trump supporter, blah, 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 blah. So many moons ago, when I was doing this little syndicated show, The Flip Side, and right before uh, we ever thought about starting this thing, The Loftus Party, uh, it's like, <clears throat> I-, I want – because I knew it instinctively, and a lot of us who pay attention, we know it instinctively, that, that the right is the underdog. People would always go to me, as a comedian, how can you do these jokes? Don't, don't, don't you know, comedians have to punch up? And I'm like, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm punching up. You know, everyone is, everyone is trying to put conservatives, Republicans, right-wing people, libertarians, small government people, they're trying to put us in this box. And I want to blow up that box. And when you when you do stuff like that, you can say you're going to do it. But like like anything, actions are actions are stronger than words. You know, actions tell me stuff. So we're always going to. Uh, hey. We're going to support like I don't care what you do in the bedroom. I don't care what kind of music you like. I don't care what you look like. I don't care about. Any of your freaky... I don't care about any... I celebrate it. It's good and and awesome. And that's what we're trying to do. And that's why we did that segment many, many moons ago. Like, who's invited to the Loftus Party Barbecue? Who's invited to the barbecue? If you're fun, like, Bill Clinton is going to be invited. Bill Clinton would be a good hang. And you're an idiot if you think he wouldn't be a good hang. Like, I... My buddy Sam Simon would uh, party with Bill Clinton. And Bill Clinton knows how to party. Uh, So... It's, we're always gonna try to, uh, we I could score so many points with just if I just went full Dan Bongino. Dan Bongino's great. I've met him. He's an awesome guy. What he's doing is fantastic. What other people are doing, Charlie Kirk, what they're doing is they're awesome. They're awesome. I don't want to be a boring shake your fist at the sky guy. I want to be like, wow, that's I. I want to learn how to surf. Wow, that surfer chick is smoking hot. Isn't she fantastic? Oh, wow, this new video game is coming out. Man, I can't wait to play Star Wars Squadrons. Wow, look at the curves on her. Like, it's all of that. It's not just politics. Recently, uh, I do this thing on on Instagram and Twitter and CloudHub and Parlor, where just to shake it up, just to shake it up, I'll do Ta-Ta Tuesdays, which I'm bringing that back. Which is like it's just hilarious and fun. It's it's fun and it's not sick and twisted, and it's 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 all in the spirit of fun. And I recently posted a picture on Instagram. And if you're not following us on Instagram, it's like everything else, it's at the loftest party. And you guys can go look. But if like if you're offended by, uh, I'll throw in, I think it's fun and funny on Saturday nights. I'm like, Hey, here's a butt for your timeline. And it's always like the hypno butt or some body painting or an optical illusion, or just, uh, it's never meant to like, listen, none of this is whack material. I'm not, maybe it is for some people, That's right. but like, listen, uh, we don't have we don't have uh, giant sticks up our ass. We we know how to have fun. We know how to have a good time, and hopefully you do you do too. And maybe I'm way ahead of the curve, or maybe I'm a complete and total psychopath. I like to think I'm ahead of the curve. So if that kind of thing bums you out, then then sayonara. Like I don't why not both. Yeah. What? Why not be ahead of the curve and a psychopath? Yeah. <laughs>
1: embrace the power of and
0: (laughs) there you have it there you have it the power of and and yes so anyway that's what we're trying to do we're trying to have fun and like i I look at i look at the algorithms for stuff and it's not really about the algorithms it's like what do we what entertains me what entertains us all that other good stuff and so this is to me it's bigger than the like i could have i could made Oh, my gosh. If I wanted to, we could have made a lot of hay off of, you know, this this election cycle. And we could have, you know, oh, you live and die by Donald Trump. And there's a lot of news outlets and there's a lot of websites and there's a lot of people who. They better hope Trump does get elected. They better hope he does get elected because they're not going to have once they Seriously. Seriously. CNN
1: going to do dig it. Dig it. So it we're trying like to be news anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What's 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 a uh, potato head going to cry about? So what we're trying to do is is bigger than this current cycle. It's bigger. Like we want to make a bigger tent because I honestly believe it in my heart, in my um, I'm, this is like no BS. I'm, ta- I'm talking to you guys like I would say this to your face. We need more people. I, be- I firmly believe we're good people. The, uh, the 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 freaking backing the blue thing was great. That was great. It's another. It's like we've got thirty two thousand people on Facebook, and Facebook is killing me right now. I'll be honest with you guys. Facebook is killing me. Twitter is killing me. YouTube is killing me. There is at least Facebook had the the uh, the cojones to to write me a note. Like there was a little alert. And they're like, hey, you shared this thing that was uh, misleading. They said it was misleading. So we're going to dial you down. We're going to dial you down. And it was the most – did I tell you this story already? No. Oh, it's this – yeah. It was this really innocuous post about the servers in, like, Maine or Massachusetts. They had to wear face shields, you know, if they wanted to reopen – and the face shields in the photograph from this news outlet—they look like the uh, the collar you would put on your dog, right? When when you don't want the Amen. dog to to lick the wound. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. So I posted that. Turns out those aren't the face shields. They they weren't looking like dog collars. So Facebook has uh has has dialed me down, and it's it's very depressing. And it's like a, a post that used to reach. Uh, you know, 25,000 people is now reaching like 50. And it's, it's literally that bad, but like, here I go. That's like shoulder to the wheel. Okay. I'll just do funnier stuff. I'll just post more. I'll just do so. So yada, yada, yada. So the, 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 there's people that don't, want this kind of thing to succeed, but that's what we're just, we're just going to keep doing it and and keep having fun. And it's, and it's, and it's, it's bigger. It's about getting more people in, in the tent. It's not about being all politics all the time. Like, what is it that you want to do? We've asked this question before here. Like, what do you want your life to be? Government, big government's not going to help you with your life. And if, if you're so consumed that that's all it is, that's great. That's great. Go do that. Go help somebody get elected. Go get involved. But what I want to do is build a, uh, a big community of like-minded people, people who are busy, people who are running flipping kick-ass uh, restaurants or they're running art galleries or they've got a music business or they want to make movies or they want to tell stories or they want to, you know, flip and refinish your whatever small business. If you're making jewelry out of bullets, if you've got a dairy, whatever. I want, to get, I want to get hundreds and hundreds of thousands of us so we can do cool stuff. The backing the blue thing was great. We got 32,000 pe- people on Facebook. I did a live stream, and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna, I've never done this before. I'm going to start a GoFundMe. Everybody, if, 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 if everybody chips in a couple bucks every once in a while, we could do something awesome. And I wanted to buy uh, just a meal for uh, the morning, noon, and night shift at, at one precinct. That's all I wanted to do was one precinct house. But I wanted to take care of everybody. And because the people at the Loftus party are so awesome, we raised enough money to do two. And to me, that was a huge just jolt of we're on the right track. We're on the right track. So we're going to do stuff like that. And we're also going to do stuff like uh, posting uh, pictures of some some fun girls at an art gallery looking at a painting of uh, – some some naked women and these girls have decided to 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 moon the camera. That's fun and funny. And if you don't get it, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, I don't want to dwell on that too much. I'll get off my soapbox. But listen, I'll tell you this, and I really do appreciate you guys sharing because uh, Facebook was honest about it. Twitter is it, Twitter to me is funny now. Like it's it's funny to watch. Oh, you got 8 new followers. Ooh, you lost 9. You got 10, you lost 11. You got it's like this little game. Uh and they they take away, they take a, they must be they must be dropping people left and right. Cuz not only do I do I lose and gain followers like a little yo-yo, I I'm not following as many people. At at one point when we were really trying to build up the Twitter account for the Loftus party, I think we were following over uh I think we we're t- following around 5000 people probably a couple years ago, right? Do you know what that number is now? And yeah. I've not I've not unfollowed anyone. I have not unfollowed anyone. The number is now 2900. They just take them away. It, it's insanity. So anyway, we've already got big tech to worry about. We got we got we got the powers that be to worry about uh and I'm certainly not going to worry about oh, no, uh, someone thinks that uh, a picture of a woman who's taken two construction hats and is wearing them as a bra, ooh that might be offensive. Lighten up, Francis. Lighten up. Okay. We don't have uh, the power of the media like uh, some other people do. Uh, we we got to talk about, and you haven't seen it, and, and do you even have Showtime? Jim yeah. What? Oh, okay. Mm-mm. Well, maybe they'll maybe they'll sell it and you can watch it on YouTube or something, but the Comey rule on Showtime, it's exactly what I thought it was gonna be. It's super earnest. Everything is super important. It is based on the Jim Comey memoir, and the timing of this is so fantastic. Because with the more we're learning about what Comey was doing and what the FBI was doing and what uh, Stroke and and Page were doing and and the FISA abuse and all this other stuff, it is so heavy handed and so important. And there was one, I I was just laughing out loud uh, alone over here. My neighbors must think I'm crazy. But Jim Comey, it's these long looks like, the president's going to want to have dinner with me. And then the camera slowly pushes in and he's sitting at home and he's like, the American flag is waving and his daughter comes up to him and she's like, daddy, I just need to make a costume for the Halloween festival at school. And he looks at her like he's about to cry and he just hugs her. Like he's about to see her for the last time. Like the idea his he, he's so concerned about confronting the president or being confronted by the president. He's just, I just want to hug my kids. I don't know if I'm gonna see you again. It is ridiculous and over the top, and they should show this thing like Rocky Horror Picture Show at, at one point. I mean when he when he gets fired, oh my God, he gets fired. He hears about it. And uh, I totally forgot. That like he had to get his own way back because he wasn't on the government dime anymore. He was in Los Angeles and he had he had to get back to DC. Now a nor you know what a normal person would do? You know what a normal a normal person would call up American Airlines or United or Southwest and go, I need to take it back to DC and they'd buy it. But they made it this huge thing. It's like Andy McCabe is in the freaking war room of the FBI. We've got to get him back here. How do we get him back? And it's like so much drama over buy a flipping bet, buy a ticket, buy a ticket like everyone else, you dick. And so then Comey comes home and he parks his car and it's nighttime and his wife is on the porch and she's looking at him and she's holding back tears and, uh, And Jeff Daniels is Jim Comey comes walking up the driveway and he stops and he looks at her and I swear to God, the American flag is waving on the porch and she's standing there trying not to cry. And he looks at her and he's like, so how was your day? And then she holds out her arms (laughs) and he rushes into her arms. And she's crying, and he's crying, and you're like, "I am watching this. This is real. This someone filmed this. It's the most. You have to see it. You have to see it."
1: I I don't know how to see it because I don't have Showtime. But the clips I saw on Twitter, it literally looks like a parody. Exactly. It does not look like they're. It, it does not look. I think the intention was to make it to slam Trump, and it actually is so overwrought, it's slamming Comey.
0: The guy who plays Trump, he, he was in uh, the Harry Potter movies, and he, he, had, he had the one eye, the mechanical eye that would rove around. And that guy, his impression of Donald Trump, he always does the deep breath in over the teeth, like he's Hannibal Lecter. And it is hilarious. It is hilarious jim i need loyalty All right, and it's oh my gosh and then when comey gets fired and rod rosenstein is in charge and the actor playing rod rosenstein it's everybody is like super earnest rod rosenstein is like looking out the window from his office at a darkened washington dc and he's trying not to cry like, it's so emotional. He's like, he used me. Trump used me. How dare he? I've never felt this way. But And it's, oh my gosh, it's just hilarious. I love that kind of thing where they don't, they think it's so important. They think it is so necessary and they have to really act this and they really have to, ad- and it's just ridiculous. It's a very uh, rare thing.
1: I don't know. How anybody could watch the testimony this week with Comey, yes, and think that Donald Trump was not one hundred percent justified in firing him because yes. apparently he can't even oversee the most important investigation that has gone on in the <laughs> FBI—the mo- the one with the biggest stakes. Yes, he took he either took zero interest in it, or he's an effing liar. Yes.
0: Yes, and with and with the FISA abuse and what they did to Carter Page and Carter Page was uh you know qualified and the CIA knew what was up and the guy redacted that from the email and they made it look bad and they were there. it looks just more and more they're just out to get Trump. It was a soft coup. It was a hard coup. It was a cuckoo, and just to have this like freaking. Four-hour commercial uh, is ju- is just hilarious. And the timing, w- you know, it's like you're watching this and, and Comey had just testified. It's just they're going to pull out all the stops. They're going to pull out all the stops. And the timing of this, they know exactly what they're doing. And Jeff Daniels, oh, my gosh, Jeff Daniels. I'm so hilarious. It's uh, you guys, you have to see it. You have to see it. So. Uh, they're going to have their movies by they, the, Mm -hmm. you know, the liberal media, but they're going to have their movies. They're going to have their TV shows. They're going to have their MSNBCs and all that stuff. Meanwhile, uh, we're going to try to do something on our culture side. So I am headed down to Cincinnati, Ohio. October, I want to say 9 and 10. I want to say 9 and 10, you guys. These are my warm-up shows. Yep. Friday the 9th, Saturday the 10th. I got two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Those are my warm-up shows for my Fox Nation special. I'm doing another stand-up show for Fox Nation special. I'm going to tape that one October 21st at Zany's in Nashville, Tennessee. Tickets are available now. I got the links posted at the uh, at theloftistparty.com, and we are gonna keep having a good time. We're gonna keep being optimistic and fun and upbeat and uh, <laughs> and and they can they can dial us back. They can do what they want, uh, but we're just gonna keep going, going, going. I hope to see you at a show. I hope to see all of you guys at the shows in Cincinnati or at uh, Zany's in Nashville we're gonna have a good time because uh, we are we are punching up we are punching up and we're gonna we're gonna kill them with kindness and kill them with optimism you guys are fantastic thank you for sharing thanks for being here tell your friends because the big tech people certainly won't so we're counting on you have a good one